guess what, y'all? I have another Star Wars reference for this homily. <laughs> so this, uh, when I think of this reading, I think of there's a scene in Star Wars Episode Six, Return of the Jedi. Um, so in Episode Five, Han Solo was frozen in carbonite, and so he's in like this cryogenic state. He's frozen. The beginning of Episode Six focus on rescuing Han Solo, uh, and so they get him out of freezing, but then they're trying to execute him, and um, and so there's this whole rescue attempt by Luke Skywalker, and now he's got his Jedi powers, and so he orchestrates this whole plan to to get all of them out of the situation. Um, there's a particular part in the rescue scene where um, Han's friend Lando has been wrapped up by his leg by a tentacle of the Sarlacc pit. It's like a big pit of teeth and, and tentacles coming out, and so um, the tentacle is trying to pull Lando down, and here's Han Solo, who's been temporarily blinded by the freezing process, who can't see very clearly, and he's dangling upside down with the blaster, aiming to shoot at the tentacle, and Lando's like, aim higher! He's like, he's trying not to, because he knows Han can't see straight. And so I think of this reading, it's like, how can you, you know, how can you clearly see to take the splinter out of your friend's eye, your brother's eye, when you have a beam in your own. You know, in many ways we're blinded by, by our own shortcomings. You know, I, it, it's always interesting sometimes when you, you're going through problems in life and you can't seem to figure them out yourself, but when you bounce them off of somebody else, you can kind of see things more clearly. A lot of times because we can't see our own lives clearer because we, we have our own perspective, we're clouded by our own shortcomings. And so it takes a different perspective. It takes somebody else who maybe has a little bit clearer sense of vision to help us with seeing what's going on. Um, so we're, all, like, we're called to help each other. We're called to help to say, look, this is, I can kind of see what's going on here. Let me help you connect the dots. But it's difficult to do that if we don't first acknowledge our own shortcomings. That's why, you know, if we're going to help other people, if we're going to help friends in need, family members in need, you know, we need to be in the best position so that we can see clearly to help them to be able to see clearly. That's why it's important to, to come to the sacraments, to receive the Eucharist, to go to confession, to get all the, our, our shortcomings off of us to help them with theirs. Because otherwise, what are we doing? Especially with judging. You know, I think there's a lot of judging that's been happening. I think that goes without saying. Um, and, and Megan told me, you know, reminded me of a great quote of St. Francis, you know, in the prayer of St. Francis. The prayer to, to understand, not so much as to be understood. You know, it's that whole concept of we have two ears and one mouth, right? That we should try to listen more than we speak, twice as much as we speak. So with that in mind, it's, it's always something we should be pondering, we should be listening. And if we hear something we don't quite agree with, we need to stop for a second, not immediately try to react, not immediately try to respond. Because a lot of times I find people, they listen to respond. They don't listen to receive, and so what happens is we have to stop first and think, okay, I don't agree with this initially, but let me try to think it out. Let me try to understand where they're coming from, because they're coming from a unique perspective. I don't know exactly what's going on in their life. You know, I might think I know things that are on the exterior, but I don't know what's going on in their hearts. And so I have to stop and say, what might they be going through that makes them think this way? That makes them feel this way? And to not make an immediate judgment, but to say, you know what? I may not understand, and I still might never agree, but you know what I can do is at least pray for them, is at least model my life in a way so that, you know, hopefully by my example, they'll come to maybe a greater understanding, to come to know who God is because they can see God in me. You know, that's something I ask all the time is, Lord, help me to love the people I come in contact with with the love that you have for them. 
You know, and I think that's one of the great graces of ordination is I could feel that in confession. When I'm sitting in the confessional, I pray, Lord, help me to love this penitent right here in front of me with the love that you have for them. And it's awesome. I love it. It's great. That's a prayer that we could be asking. Is Lord, don't like help me to understand them and help me to love them. You know, is like help me to feel the love that you have for them. That's a particular grace. You know, and it's amazing what that will do to help not only convert our hearts because now we're more joyful, now we have a, a better uh, disposition to love them, but also it'll hopefully help them with coming to know the Lord better because they know His love, because God is love. So again, you know. Be, you know, be careful not to shoot first when you can't see straight when you're coming out of carbonite freezing. But make sure that you are living your life the best that you can. You're receiving the sacraments, staying in the state of grace so that you really can help somebody more effectively.